Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the DLC Drop Podcast. Today is a special episode. If you are listening, I encourage you to watch the YouTube version because we are going into the metaverse with Odyssey. My guests are Allison DeLeon and Reed Santa Barbara, who are leading this innovative platform, helping brands do activations virtually and helping audiences express themselves digitally. Join me in walking through the metaverse with Allison and Reed. Drop in the untold stories of industry leaders, influencers, and insights on future innovation. I'm John Davidson, and this is the DLC Drop Podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of the DLC Drop Podcast. And this may look a little bit different than the typical podcast if you join us on YouTube. Today, we are in Odyssey, which is an innovative metaverse platform with my friends Allison DeLeon and Reed Santa Barbara. Welcome to the podcast and thank you for welcoming <laughs> to your metaverse platform. <laughs> Welcome, John. First, thank yeah, thanks. Maybe we should go through some little how to get around 101. Yeah, so before we get too far ahead of ourselves and before our audience dives into Odyssey on their own sometime soon, yeah, help us understand how are we moving around here, Reed? Yeah, sure. So Odyssey is designed for both folks that are very <clears throat> native with video games and folks who've never been in a video game before to be able to easily navigate. So you can look around by clicking and dragging with your mouse. And you'll see as I look around, you can see my head looking and my body moving. Yes, I am looking around and this that... beautiful <clears throat> world you've created. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. And then you can move your avatar forward by either clicking W or <laughs> double clicking around the ground and your avatar will automatically walk there. So if you're a gamer, you can use the W, A, S, and D keys or in any way familiar with navigating around a virtual world. Yep. And if you're not, you can just double click anywhere on the ground and your avatar will take you there. Let me try it. Let me, let me go to this bush over here. Boom. There I go. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I love this because you know, you're going to have people in the metaverse who who have a lot of experience with video games, and then you're going to have a lot of people who are doing this for the very first time. And I I think one of the things that is so cool is that you've made it really easy not to be too distracted by how to get around so that people can focus more on the experiences. Is that right? Yeah, and you'll notice that throughout our entire UX. Our creative director, Zach Bates, has done an incredible job at removing any sort of complexity between the user and them experiencing the virtual world. And so what that means is not only do you have a very decluttered UI, but you also have like a very decluttered workflow to just move your yourself around. And one thing I'm noticing as well as I get further away from you guys and I get closer is you have spatial audio going on in here, don't you? That's right, we do. So through a partnership we have with Dolby.io, we have fully spatialized audio. And so for anybody listening that doesn't understand what that means, as John walks away from me, I hear his audio attenuate. And as he comes closer to me, his audio increases in volume. And that actually goes the same for our webcams. So cool. you can probably see my webcam above my head. Exact same premise. 
Yeah, so before we get, so now we know how to move around a little bit, let's make sure we introduce you guys. So Allison, you are the president and CEO of TPN. Tell us what TPN is all about. TPN is an experiential marketing agency. We've been around for 32 years, producing primarily live events and a lot of broadcast work. And of course, when the pandemic hit, we leaned into virtual events and our strong broadcast background to turn those experiences digital. And we found that there was a big gap in kind of the the ability to connect peer-to-peer in those virtual events. So we started to think about, you know, what does that sort of 3D element look like? What is the metaverse? What is it all about? Mm -hmm. And with Reed, we started exploring different platforms and, you know, kind of finding out what, what was out there. And what we found was a lot of kind of low fidelity, high barrier to entry options. Right. And if, if they were high fidelity, they were really expensive and difficult to sort of build or import your world into. So Reed started down the road of, of building out Odyssey and we were fortunate to be side by side so we could help inform, you know, what, what brands are looking for and what our clients are looking for. And man, he's built a beautiful product. He sure has. And so, Reed, you are the co-founder and CEO of Odyssey. Tell us what Odyssey is all about before we go around and experience it for ourselves. Yeah, thank you. And I'm, I'm happy to tell you about what Odyssey is. My co-founder and I, Maxime Long, we originally thought of Odyssey based on other work in real-time applications. Mm-hmm. And we quickly realized that there was a place in the market for answering a really huge need. And that need was somebody who doesn't have specialized hardware that needs to be able to enter a high visual fidelity virtual world. And what we saw was a lot of products that were either high visual fidelity, but required specialized hardware to use, or they were really low visual fidelity and anyone could use it on their web browser. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. The magic of Odyssey is our delivery method. And through the work by our <clears throat> systems architect, Bramford Horton, we've built a stack that allows anybody that has a web browser the ability to stream an Unreal Engine session directly to their, <clears throat> their web browser. And what that means is a really high visual fidelity experience without the need for like a gaming computer or a virtual reality headset or anything else that you might consider when trying to drive a really high visual fidelity environment on your computer. That's super cool. And I can relate. I've spoken on a number of panels about the metaverse. In fact, just recently at the Esports Trade Association conference, I interviewed (laughs) the two of you in person about the metaverse. And really for people to understand the dynamic of why something like this exists is essentially, especially young people, identify digitally and they want digital experiences. Gamers are going to look around this world and they're going to say, hey, this looks a lot like some of the video games that I've been playing my whole life. And so the metaverse is very oftentimes something that people say, yeah, I've been doing this for 20 years. But (laughs) brands are now looking to, to interact. Brands are doing remote concerts. They're doing remote meet and greets, all of these things. And so we're going to discover as we go through this, not just that we can be avatars and express ourselves digitally, but also 
some different experiences we can have along the way. And you just got to accept young people identify digitally and mm -hmm. go from there. And that's the reason why we're here today, basically. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the gaming community is, is already comfortable being social and part of something bigger online. And to me, this is like, this is the place, the metaverse is about creating a relevant place for that kind of community or any community, any brand's community can, to connect and gain access to, you know, a level of interactivity and social aspects that might not be available through other channels. All right. Well, why don't why don't we walk around here? Why don't we see what there there is to experience? Reed, why don't you guide us? What is our first stop along the way? Yeah, absolutely. So let's head over to the retail shop here and try on some new swag. Perfect. So if you'll follow right. me over this way. You ready, John? Okay. Yeah, I'm dealing with a different computer that I <laughs> that I typically deal with here. Okay. Cool. Okay. Usually I'm on my shift? Mac and I'm on my our, our PC here in the, oh, yeah. the DLC. If podcast you hit shift, there. you can run as well. Perfect. Yeah. If you you're not going fast enough. Yeah. Run. Going don't walk to the retail establishment. <laughs> the retail shop. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I keep it lively. So what I'm seeing here is, and for our audio listeners, we're going to encourage everybody to join on YouTube. But is we're seeing some mannequins here, and I'm seeing some. I'm seeing some arrows. So direct mm -hmm. me here on how are we going to try on some clothes and express our digital identities through digital merchandise? So the idea here is that any item that you click on, <clears throat> you're then putting on your avatar. So these arrows that you see hovering around the mannequins are indicative of objects that you can click on. So Go ahead and walk up to one of these mannequins and click on it, and you'll see that your clothing automatically changes. Boom. Just changed. Yep. yep. We all can now you've got the sweet sweatshirt on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real sucker for this kind of C pattern. This is one of my favorites. Nice. And then so you can, under you can understand what kind of opportunity this unlocks for brands to you know customize these clothes make them, you know, one-off kind of special VIP giveaways, Absolutely. all kinds of different ways sell it, right? The retail e-commerce piece. So what I'm picturing here, if I put my brand hat on, is if I want to do an activation <laughs> with, let's say we do a eSports team meet and greet. Let's say <laughs> we won't pick a specific team so that we <laughs> we're unbiased here. <laughs> But I can go in here and I can put on this this digital merchandise. And then one of my favorite tactics is the fidgetal tactic where you can do something where, okay, I purchased my my new digital swag, but that hoodie is also getting mailed to my house. So I'm mm -hmm. able to match up my digital and physical identities. Do I have that right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it becomes powerful too, when it's incorporated with an in-person event that's happening at the same time, perhaps, and everybody has the opportunity to get the same thing. Or as you alluded to, you know, if there's a VIP experience in this space, all of a sudden it becomes that sort of hot, you know, only get it at one point FOMO kind of piece. Absolutely. 
Yeah, this is super cool. I'm not a big shopper. I don't think I've tried on this many t-shirts in my life, really. There's some new ones in there that I know it's a lot more convenient. I don't have to go in the the changing room. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm liking this one. But Reed, I'm going to let you have a unique. Oh wow! Uh, I mean, I'm happy to change if you're. No, I think yeah, I'm going with this you, guy. Yeah. I think I found my look. Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. That's really nice. So I can I can zoom my camera in to be first person mode to to check out your sweater a little closer here. Oh yeah, I don't know if that's going to pick up on the recording, unless John yeah, does it. Unless you do it, John. So how do I? What am I zooming with my mouse here? Yeah, all yeah. the way. All the way. Boom. Yep, I've got you. <laughs> uh, it's got some pretty sweet plaid, Allison, looking lovely. Yeah, I think we are. And we zoom right back out. Yeah. Super cool. So nice. what are what are some of the, the real world examples that you guys have utilized this sort of a retail presence for so far? Or what are some of the ways that you're looking forward to other than the, the esports meet and greet example that we gave? Sure. Well, I, I'll let Allison sure. start with that. Oh, I'll start. We recently did a um, movie premiere for a movie from India called Vikram. And it was a bespoke space that sort of mimicked the scenes or a scene from the movie. And we created a scavenger hunt that you went through and you sort of collected these information at one station and that would send you to the next. And you made your way through the scavenger hunt to the end where you were able to do a photo op and pick up an NFT shirt that was specific to that environment at that time. So that's one fun way that we've used the retail piece. That's awesome. Is that something that we have the opportunity to visit ourselves here during this episode? Yes, I think we could do that. Cool. Yeah. So we can jump worlds. We don't have to do it right now, but we can do it a little later. Is there anything in this world that would appeal to an activation or a different type of product other than retail that we should check out in whether it's in this space or right next door there is and actually i i have another point to retail that's probably worth noting while we're here and that is <clears throat> we have a rest api which means that actions like an an already built out retail experience for 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 instance a esports team <clears throat> if a if one of their users were to make a purchase through that online retail store, it could be connected to our REST API, creating a call that has a shirt that looks just like that shirt that was, for instance, purchased through the retail experience created inside of Odyssey. And so you can bridge the gap between your current retail experience and that funnel and your metaverse retail experience. So mm. for instance, you could have items that folks put on their avatars, like clothing items that are based on clothing items that they purchased previously through your already existing retail channels. Very interesting. Cool. Yeah, no, it's mm -hmm. so exciting to to listen and discover to all the different ways that this can be this can be utilized. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of ways that you can integrate within your your kind of working framework. And I guess 
to bridge off of what you asked earlier, which was, are there other areas in this experience that we could talk about? You know, if we go out here back to the main room here, follow me over. Allison's jogging. <laughs> I've been in here a few times, but I'm still, I still hit walls here and there. <laughs> so Allison, how has, how has been in Odyssey enabled your, your gamer abilities as you've done so many tours in here? They've definitely improved. I'm, I'm nice. now, my motor skills are heightened for sure. <laughs> so I think what I'm hearing is for parents out there, you want to relate to your children who are playing these open world games. Maybe you want to play God of War or something like that. And you're thinking, boy, I am just too nervous to show my kid. I don't know how to operate around an open world. Hop into Odyssey. That's what I'm right. hearing. <laughs> Absolutely. Love to show you around and help you out. Try on some new merch. <laughs> All right, Reed. So we are here in this other room. I, I'm seeing a car. I'm seeing some lovely chairs and a pretty cool picture on the wall. What are we doing in here? What is there to experience? Yeah. So there's two main points here that I think are really interesting to brands activating in the metaverse. And the first one is the screen that's right behind you, John. So this, this screen could represent a live stream. And we get yeah. asked this question a lot, but I think it's particularly pertinent in the esports community where we have oh, this I ability. Just sat down. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> we have this ability, like you just did, to sit down around the screen as if we're at an in-person viewing party and watch a match or any sort of stream for that matter. Love that. Um, and now we're talking to one another in spatialized audio. Our web <clears throat> our ability to see one another through our webcams is active. And so the viewing experience is now a little bit different than what somebody might have on, you know, something like a twitch or similar yeah you know it's cool because i am you can't see me but i'm physically sitting here in my studio but as i see my avatar sitting and i'm looking at the screen like i can totally picture watching a game on here mm -hmm. and be very comfortable and it's super similar to just physically being together in person i can totally see how this could this would be executed yeah well, yeah mm -hmm. one of the one of the unique parts of this is that you know if you're if you and a buddy who are next to you want to get up and explore somewhere else, you can. You're not leaving the platform. You're not having to, you know, migrate over somewhere else. You're walking to yeah. whatever it is, right? The car and checking that out. And it, it becomes a, a much deeper experience than than just a watch party. Right. As I'm zooming in, I'm checking out this. Okay. Is this a Tesla? It could be. <laughs> it could be this or the Toyota, but it could, you know, it could be any any 3D object that you want. And mm -hmm. this was the other thing I wanted to show you in this room. So this represents the ability for anybody to import a 3D model directly into their environment. So that. imagine that you are a brand and you have a specific model that you want to be able to bring into a world and maybe swap it out on a, a daily, weekly, hourly basis. We give an admin the ability to do that. So 3D models become very like tangible assets that, mm -hmm. that can be used in telling your story, whatever that story is in the metaverse. And so are you saying that essentially they don't need to rely nearly as much on you and, and your team because they have admin access, they're able to update those things on their own? Exactly. Super yeah. cool. 
it's also worth mentioning that just so people don't assume, obviously we're looking at, let's say, kind of a templatized room here, right? This is previously created. But mm -hmm. if, let's say, this was for Call of Duty League, this could absolutely be skinned and customized to reflect either a team or a league's branding. Yeah. 100%. In fact, that's a really great segue to pop out of here if we're ready and head over to the, the movie premiere. Let's do it. Are we walking or are we jumping worlds? The DLC Drop podcast is sponsored by iShaker. I've been a huge fan of this brand for the past few years, ever since I met founder Chris Gronkowski. What I love about this product is the brand story, the functionality, and the customization. iShaker is a Shark Tank company invested in by Mark Cuban and Alex Rodriguez, owned by NFL players Rob Gronkowski and Chris Gronkowski. I love using my iShaker anytime I'm driving to the podcast studio, I'm going skateboarding, or I'm at the gym. No matter what I'm doing, it just does a great job of keeping my drinks hot or cold. The customization for iShaker is something that's super unique. You can get any name, just about any logo engraved onto your iShaker and delivered to you within just three to five business days. Get your own DLC Drop branded iShaker at iShaker.com forward slash DLC Drop. Save 20% on all iShaker products with the discount code DLC Drop. All right, cool. So we are in a whole new world here now, Vikram, which is a complete bespoke world that was created for a client by the Odyssey team. So, wow, guys, this is a super cool example to better understand going from the more templatized world to you guys can really build out anything I'd want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Go for it, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can build, you know, anything that you can do in a game, right? It's Unreal, it's Unreal Engine. So all of the animations, all of the modeling and the lighting, we can recreate. And when it comes to film, like Vikram or, you know, more, more and more films are going to be shot in Unreal 5, all of a sudden that opens up the opportunity to, to bring those assets in and create a, you know, a really compelling and very close representation of that movie. And it allows you to go into spaces that you didn't see in the film, right? So you can, yeah. you can have this model and you have the scene from the movie and you can take a right and you can see what's around that corner and you can create an experience that's an offshoot of the film and wow. limitless possibility. So as I'm putting my gamer hat on here too, I'm thinking, okay, if I, we could have a map, let's say from Call of Duty, for example, or a piece of it where we can enable the community to get together, walk around it and have screens to watch to watch the tournament that's going on in the same time. Is that something that's a possibility? So I think it's worth noting here before directly answering that question, that <clears throat> this is a really interesting example of how Odyssey operates as a platform. And so as a platform, Odyssey is really good at hosting an Unreal Engine level and distributing that level to an end customer base, like I said earlier, without any specialized hardware. And in between what we do and what the customer wants is an agency. And in this case, we're talking TPN. So TPN is able to create this, 
this bespoke environment like you see here. And it's able to be delivered in such high visual fidelity because of our streaming stack. And by the way, this is actually a really nice- Careful, uh, Bram, careful, you're on fire. <laughs> ah! Just don't use it to teach fire safety to children. <laughs> I can't feel my legs. Help. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, Reed. I got distracted. Oh, that's okay. I was actually just going through connection to the, the pixel streaming stacks that I was mentioning earlier in Bram. Bram is the one that architected that entire stack. And wow. he is, yeah, he's the one I was explaining is behind all of that delivery method. So going all the way back to your question, if you were having um, like a, a, some sort of an activation that was bespoke based on a game and you wanted to have like streams throughout the environment that are video based, yeah, that, that is something that our platform can support. And from a creative standpoint, it would be up to an agency to kind of sculpt that into a storyline. Incredible. I love it. Well, from what I understand, you are doing a lot with the avatars themselves. And so as we talked a little about earlier, you know, young people identify digitally. And so not only do we want them to experience really cool environments, but we want them to feel comfortable in their own digital skin, I guess you could say. So Allison, why don't you tell us a little about what you guys are doing with these avatars and how they are helping people identify digitally? I'm actually going to throw that over to Reed because the, the avatars are really part of the platform and the creative process with the platform. Sure. Yeah. So our avatars are a really special mixture of two avatar platforms. So the body is constructed of <clears throat> Epic MetaHuman. And that's a product of Epic, which is also the creator of Unreal Engine, which is the engine that we're built on top of. And then our heads are created from Ready Player Me, which at this point is probably the world's most prolific avatar creator tool. We specifically went with this combination because we needed an avatar that was inclusive. And if you notice in our avatar creation pipeline, we don't identify specifically with gender. We allow a user to select their avatar based on body shape. And so this allows when we are working or when agencies that are, that are using us as a platform are working with like Fortune 500 or other types of brands that have DNI initiatives, this allows us to align with any of their inclusion targets that they need to satisfy. Sure. And it also, it also makes for a very well-crafted avatar experience. I mean, you, you can see that we have really aligned with a business kind of <clears throat> motif as far as our avatar clothing goes. And that's right. on purpose because right now a lot of our target market are, are brands that are in the professional sector. Good point. So now I want to, if I want to represent my, my streetwear lifestyle or my streetwear identity, I can fulfill that in Odyssey as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that comes down to the clothing, right? So we have a series of templated clothing items that can be rebranded. So for instance, if you have specific logos or colors that you want represented on a sweatshirt, a sweater, or a button up, you can send those to us and we can customize those clothing items to look like your brand. And then we have talked to 
other folks about more bespoke clothing options like you're mentioning. Um, and some of our avatar creator process already allows for things to look a little bit more streetwear-like. If you go into the avatar creator, you'll notice that we have like bold colors for any of our clothing items or like really unique textures. I mean, you can see right now, like brands in a pretty sweet outfit that I would consider more along the lines of streetwear, but it's based fundamentally in our, our kind of business casual to business professional clothing line. Super cool. And Allison, I, I saw you just moments ago, it looked like you were growing and losing weight <laughs> rapidly, which. Yeah. Um, so there's a, yeah. So if you want to try it out, there's a feature. If you, if you click on the three dots at the bottom and go to customize avatar, you can do some simple customizations in world without having to go back to your ready player me avatar creation. Oh, how cool. So you can, yeah. It's super cool. You can adjust your height. If you click on body, your sort of body type and height. I was trying to make myself really tall, but I don't think I got there. <laughs> I mean, I identify taller in the metaverse. Um, right. So not hard Anybody to do, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. Customize my face here. Yeah. Face, you might have to go back, but clothing, you can do a number of changes and oh, yeah. do pants. You can dapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. This is the only place I will probably ever wear a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Very briefly. Super cool. Yeah. No, I, I love the customization. And the fact that you can do this here mm-hmm. in world makes it super easy. Ram, calm down. <laughs> and then we also have some cool emotes, right? So if we're going to right click, I'm seeing all these options. Let's see a home run. Boom. That's a fun one. What are your guys' favorite? Entertaining? Okay. I only have one chance, one opportunity. I'm feeling this. Okay. I've got yeah. the gun show. This is something the gun I, show, absolutely. I do off in my, my normal life, of course. Just bump the small wins. Exactly. Okay, so we have levels of celebration. So if it's like, okay, like that was a cool kill, you know, we can do that. Or if we if we win the game, we can celebrate more audaciously. So I yeah. like it. I like it. What else do we need to experience here? Is there something in this world that we should look around at? Or do you want to hop to another one? If you want, we can at least walk down the main path here and you can kind of experience the cone audio as we walk by the different video. Yeah, let's check yeah, it out. Yeah, good idea. Okay. Let's see. I think, I think my Wi-Fi is a little slow here, so it's a little bit... There we go. Okay. Let's see. So we're going in. There we go. And super cool. You can just click just like that and you can walk in. And then the listeners are going to be hearing the music that's popping up. So not only is this a visual experience, but it's audio experience as well. We're going to go down to the end here. We can run up, walk if we want to, jogging. Get my steps in. This is the first time I've jogged and I'm not out of breath. Very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> cool so okay so we have this insane plane 
and you I, I see the the sign at the end the screen so obviously anything could be put up there as you can imagine mm -hmm. anything you want to advertise you could have sponsors integrated there as well i'm Absolutely. sure so yeah this is fun for the whole family when you think about an activation or an event that not only can you satisfy your own property but you can satisfy all the different groups of people who are making making the event possible as well yeah and that's one of the, the great things when you talk about sponsorship you can work together to incorporate sponsorships that that seem like they're part of the environment but you know they may be dedicated to you know your sponsor so it can be you know visually represented but also through an activation in that space blended into the environment i love that reed anything that you would add now that we are in this scene and looking around anything that we should be aware of or, or possibilities maybe it's something that you guys didn't do here but it's something that that you could have done can i go inside of this little metal yeah uh, the yeah you can yeah, totally you can go inside of the crash bus yeah so i think it's worth noting here oh, that there we go cool by combining these different social metaverse tools we have so the where you and i interact with one another inside of this branded experience yeah we're giving brands the ability to really immerse their community in a new way and to continue the conversation and discord in a more multi-sensory experience than they are currently offering yeah well i'm gonna head out of here because i um you know, it's a little bit hard to hear, but I'm going to turn around here with the, because obviously to your point, you've got some super cool sounds in there. And so I love that what I'm getting from you is you can have some Easter eggs in here and Absolutely. you could go around and have sponsorship activations like you would in a physical venue. You can have obviously very, very unique things there. So super duper yeah. cool. My mind is just running with all of the different possibilities. You can also incorporate an NFT strategy if you have something outside of this world and bring it in via iframe and i think we were going to hop to another world to take a look at the iframes all right so we have jumped to a third world here reed and allison where have we teleported to this time <laughs> this is the mountain campus which has a large event center on one side and then down the hill has five separate rooms that can be used as different size meeting rooms, conference rooms, activation spaces. And of course it has the beautiful hillside, which we could run up to a point on the mountain and take a look at the landscape if we want to at the end. Super cool, yeah, let's definitely do that. I'm seeing this event center here. Is that what's straight ahead of us? It looks like there's a Mars rover in there, or something like that. There is, yeah. When we head in there up to the Mars rover and we can talk about iframes. Let's do it. Watch your step. Watch oh, now your step. John's running. Look at him go. Uh -huh. I mean, hey, guys. <laughs> Don't act surprised. You know what I mean? He is good. All right. What is this thing? Ooh. So we've got a Mars rover, which is super cool. And so obviously this is another example of, okay, I, do, I could do any type of 3D model in here to showcase off my product or my technology. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So what's interesting about this model is if you click on it, there's also an iframe connected to it. So now you can merge your three-dimensional information with what might already be existing two-dimensional information. 
So in this case, this could be like a website about the Mars rover oh, or a cool. video about oh, the Mars cool. rover. What you're looking at right now is a brief information panel that just gives the user an overview of what the Mars rover is. And one thing to note is that, John, John, if you have it pulled up, I won't be able to see it. It's an individual user experience when you click on the iframe. So yeah, what am I clicking on here? Oh, there we go. Yep. So this is popping up. Yeah, it's popping yeah. up here on the screen. So it says Perseverance Mars Rover. It's giving us some some information, nickname Percy, the size, the when it was created. Super cool. So this is showing me that we can have some educational opportunities around youth maybe as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And you can pull in any kind of content through these. So you can link to video, roll video. You can link to your NFTs, your marketplace, mm. e-commerce. Wow. I feel like a shorter explanation would be, what can you not do in Odyssey? <laughs> <laughs> Which really speaks to what you guys have built here. Boy, what do we have coming next for Odyssey? What is there to look forward to? as much as you can share and and who are the right people who should be looking into this and utilizing this platform well from a feature perspective yeah. yeah yeah so from a feature perspective we have a lot of features coming out here this summer we have a set of features that we call our cms tool and that's going to allow admins the ability to make edits in their world so some of the 3D model importing that I've been alluding to earlier is going to be paired with the ability to do things like edit images in world banners like this. Boy, that sounds like a us. home run. Yeah, exactly. Getting the hang of it. And in addition, we have, we have a, our GLTF importer, and that's going to allow anybody the ability to import a 3D model. And we, I've talked about that a bit earlier in the sh in the podcast. But this is really like a huge, it's a huge feature for several different verticals. It's a huge feature for the experiential marketing vertical, where folks will be able to like swap out models on their own for their customers. And it's also a huge feature for our AEC vertical. So folks that are that are showing like <clears throat> 3D models of buildings and being able to swap out mm -hmm. those 3D models ad hoc. Super cool. So not only have you built a platform that's enabling people to showcase these activations, create community digitally, but you're really enabling them to do it themselves. So there's not this bottleneck of a team on the Odyssey side to update a 3D model or put in information. The team can really own this experience and, and run with it at their own speed. Bingo. Yeah. If they have the resources in-house, absolutely. We found a lot of, you know, we entered into this space sort of thinking about events, right? That moment in time, that sort of one gathering of people, but this has really become more about sort of that evergreen landing place for the community to come back to time after time and for the programming to evolve. And I think one thing that's interesting to think about is, is you know, sort of that fan-directed experience and where that can take the creativity around a metaverse experience for a brand. And mm. so all of a sudden they open it up, you know, and, and you're thinking about potential media opportunities with fan fiction and can that come off the page and become an environment in this space? 
I think it's it's really interesting to think about how that might evolve. I love that. Well, I think you promised me a mountain hike. Oh that yeah. I'm eager eager to experience. Uh, Allison, do you want to lead the way? Let's go. I need to get a little fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What is the easiest way over here? I think this way. This is a non-perspiration hike. Yes, non-perspiration hike. No altitude sickness. Exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, the the audience here can see how I'm clicking these spaces hit, above we're gonna me. Hit a, a point right here where there's a collider, so we can't go any further. But you can turn around and take a look at the beautiful mountain range. Wow. And the conference rooms I was talking about. Love it. Well, Allison and Reed, I super appreciate the experience to be able to experience Odyssey here with you. Everybody is talking about the metaverse, but there aren't many people doing it the way that you are doing it. So I appreciate you and on behalf of our audience for opening our eyes and our minds to what is possible in these digital worlds. How can people get in touch with you? in the way that you'd like them to, to follow what you're doing or to experience Odyssey themselves? Well, I think they can go to either of our LinkedIn's and direct message website, odyssey.stream or tpnevents.com. Contact us through there. Yeah, pretty, we're very accessible. Love it. Well, thank you, Reed and Allison, for joining me today on a unique episode of the DLC Drop Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the DLC Drop Podcast. This podcast is part of the Esports Futuri Podcast Network and produced by Innovation Media Enterprises. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast channel and leave us a review.